This is the second of three episodes of Ann Arbor Stories that will be a little different. We're producing three podcasts for the AADL Summer Game that were created for younger audiences. Stories that have all-ages appeal, rather than some of the PG-13 material you've come to know and love. Each podcast will have clues embedded in them that, when entered into the Summer Game, will earn players points, badges, and the respect of their friends and family. Listen for special sound effects within each podcast that signal answers to each podcast's clues. You don't need to play the game in order to enjoy these episodes, but check out the AADL Summer Game at play.aadl.org if you're curious and want to learn more. Now, ready for the episode? Let's begin. This is Ann Arbor Stories. I'm Rich Reddy. In 1973, an accounts payable clerk at the University of Michigan named Fred Reef booked an artist named Jake Woods to play the Ann Arbor Blues and Jazz Festival. Reef had spent time in Saginaw and was familiar with Woods, a popular street performer who dressed like a million bucks and played blues, sort of, on a guitar throughout the city. At the Ann Arbor Blues and Jazz Festival, in front of close to 10,000 people, Shaken Jake, as he called himself, took the stage. Wearing a suit, bow tie, white scarf, and a straw hat on his head, he leaned into the microphone. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to do it my way. So here it is. Shake and Jake played a four-minute set. Musically, it was terrible. His guitar was out of tune, his strumming pretty random. You, dear listener, could have played better. Even you, Andrew. But his style, charisma, and gravelly-voiced lyrics won the crowd over. He played like an angry alley cat sounds, and sang like a man who gargled hot sauce each morning and smoked a thousand packs of cigarettes in between. The crowd cheered, Shake and Jake doffing his hat as he exited stage left. Rumor has it ladies flocked to Shake and Jake backstage, thinking he was a bona fide blues legend. He turned to someone and said, I ain't never going back to Saginaw. And just like that, Ann Arbor became his new home. For the next 34 years, the legend of Shake and Jake, better known as Shaky Jake to the people of Ann Arbor, grew and grew and grew. The Ballad of Shaky Jake Woods is a seven-layer dip of fact and fiction. Shaky told so many tales to so many people and lived such a full and interesting life that sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between reality and myth. Shaky Jake said he was born on Halloween night on River Street in Little Rock, Arkansas, in the year 1900. He was born a little person, but when the doctor left the room, he grew six inches. He got his first guitar when he was one year old. That's also the year he started smoking. When he was two, he left home, hitchhiking to New Orleans, where he met some of history's legendary bluesmen. He lived above what is now the Gold Mine Saloon on Dauphine Street, played his guitar in bars, made friends everywhere he went. He traveled all around the world, 66 times to be exact, every state, most cities, hitchhiking everywhere, never riding on a plane, only boats. He'd visited China, Hong Kong, everywhere you can name, Always on the move. That was his catchphrase. I'm on the move. He'd shout it to passersby when hustling from one Ann Arbor street to another, his guitar case bouncing violently, looking like it would explode any minute. 
Shaky Jake, always doing his thing, always his way. He found his way to Saginaw, playing his guitar on street corners, dispensing wisdom to young people in need of wisdom. His voice ragged from smoking, his guitar always out of tune, sometimes with just three strings, sometimes two, occasionally one. That didn't bother Shaky, who was supremely confident in his blues ability. Whoever had the ridiculous idea that blues needed 12 bars and three chords, Jake asked. Probably white people with guitars. Now you know better. Not that Jake couldn't play the guitar, at least according to him. There's 88 notes on the guitar. I know them all, he said. Though if you heard him play, you'd be hard-pressed to believe him. He moved to Ann Arbor, sometimes couch surfing, sometimes renting cheap apartments around town. Always up early, moving from one spot in town to the other through rain, snow, sleet, and heat, chasing the sun from South University through campus to State Street, William, Liberty, Maine. He settled a lot of regular haunts. Always wearing a suit, big bow tie, straw hat, dark sunglasses, a closet full of moth-eaten coats, fake fur, sheepskin, a scarf around his neck, a carnation in his lapel, rings on his fingers, a smile on his face. 15 invisible bodyguards close by to protect him from the devil. A streetsman, a bluesman, a raconteur, a philosopher and poet and preacher. He slept just two hours a night, never was arrested, told people he knew the exact date of Judgment Day, dispensed wisdom to young and old, but especially young, playing the teacher, trying to save youth from danger, from sin, from the graveyard. One night in 1974, he streamed through the crowd at Hill Auditorium during a talk by gonzo journalist Hunter S. Thompson, clambered on stage, Thompson helping him up, Jake natally dressed in a suit as always. Guitar slung around his back, Jake played an impromptu set for the crowd, then Thompson helped him down from the stage and the event resumed. Shaky Jake was the unofficial mayor of Ann Arbor through the 80s. He once modeled for a class at UM's Taubman School of Architecture. They liked him so much that the school commissioned a life-size clay statue of Jake, displayed it right in the hallway. Jake was the Grand Marshal of Michigan's 1984 Homecoming Parade. He sat next to the Homecoming Queen, waved to the crowd packing the parade route. When he wasn't strumming on corners and talking to the people, he was working at the Ann Arbor Music Mart, Wazoo Records now, or as a general handyman, fixing TVs and refrigerators, running wire, that kind of thing. He shoveled snow, raked leaves, sold copies of the Ann Arbor Sun, played his unique style of the blues in bars all across town. Shaky Jake was always on the move. Eventually, his legend grew so big they monetized it, made t-shirts, bumper stickers, and postcards, and cassette tapes, and CDs. I break for Jake. Half of Ann Arbor had a Shaky Jake bumper sticker on their vehicle. He got a little slower in the 1990s, but still stayed on the move. Took a cab downtown at 6 a.m. in the morning, grabbed breakfast at the bagel factory on South University, inventors of the famous Fraggle, or maybe his usual oatmeal and wheat toast at Afternoon Delight. Picked up his messages at Peaceable Kingdom, checked in at Lucky's Drugs, Espresso Royale, Bimbo's, The Cloverleaf, got his hair cut at the State Street Barbershop, had drinks at Old Town or the Del Rio, or any dozen or so places in town with bartenders or townies willing to buy around for Ann Arbor's famous bluesman. They'd ask him if it was true he wrote Swing Low Sweet Chariot or Sweet Home Chicago, if he knew B.B. King when B.B. King was just a young man, or Miles Davis, 
all the greats of jazz and blues. Ann Arbor was good to Shaky Jake, pitching in to help him pay for his peddler's license, ponying up to help him afford city insurance to strum his guitar and dispense wisdom. He never went for wanting. The city embraced him like it did in 1973 when he climbed on stage and first opened his mouth. I've built a thing here, he said in 1999. I'm going to stay and I'm going to live forever. Ann Arbor is nothing but a playhouse for me. He died on September 16, 2007. He was probably 82 years old. He claimed to be 107. His memorial service drew almost 500 people who paraded through the streets of Ann Arbor visiting his favorite haunts, singing songs and playing instruments. There will never be another Shaky Jake Woods, a man who did things his way no matter what you thought, who was constantly on the move, enjoying life and trying to make those around him a little happier, a little wiser. Ann Arbor's famous bluesman, who couldn't play a lick of music. Then again, who said the blues needs 12 bars and 3 chords? Ann Arbor Stories is presented by Rumble Pack Media in partnership with the Ann Arbor District Library. This episode was written and read by me, Rich Reddy, with recording and sound production by Brian Peters. Thanks as always to the Ann Arbor District Library and all of their archive staff for helping research this story. Don't forget to check out the AADL Summer Game at play.aadl.org. Please follow us on Twitter at Ann Arbor Stories or drop us a line at annarborstories at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you thought of this or any of our episodes. Thanks again for listening and happy gaming. <laughs>